Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of our Knowledge Group podcast as we take a forward look at what speakers intend to cover at upcoming Knowledge Group webcasts. Turning our attention this time to our event going live April 21st as we'll be discussing calculating IP damages in 2021, offering some tools and techniques. 12pm Eastern Standard Time is the kickoff time. Never fear if you're not able to make it live, we are recording this, making it available on demand. So information on how to get both the live event or the recording, that's in the description box down below. Don't forget about the code PODCAST25 as well, and when used at checkout, that code will get you 25% off that first webcast registration. Once again, that code was PODCAST25. Speaking of other things that are in our description box, you'll find more information about our panellists. Joining us today and on the event itself, we'll be hearing from Chris Schultz, a Managing Director over at the Ancora Consulting Group, as well as Cleve Tyler, a Managing Director at the Berkeley Research Group. More information about them, the full agenda, and also how to register for that webcast once again is in the description box down below. Podcast 25 to get 25% off your first webcast registration. That's in the description box too. But enough from me for now. Let's Let's turn things over to our pair of panelists. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Cleve Tyler. I'm a managing director at Berkeley Research Group. Uh, I've worked as an economic consultant for more than 20 years, uh, working on uh, damages issues, and especially with respect to intellectual property damages. Uh, I also teach at Johns Hopkins University, teaching graduate level economics classes in microeconomics and industrial organization where we also uh, touch on intellectual property issues there in both of those classes. Uh, we plan on covering a lot of ground in our presentation uh, in the ever-evolving world of IP damages. Uh, the presentation will distill some of the content contained uh, in my book with, with my co-author and colleague, Greg Smith, titled Calculating Intellectual Property Damages, which was published late last year by West Publishing, which is part of Thomson Reuters. Uh, our book takes a deep dive into topics like the role of the damages expert, types of damages, lost profits, price erosion, reasonable royalty, disgorgement, pre- and post-judgment interest, and expert admissibility. Uh, we're really excited about the book and hope it can provide you with uh, in, a more in-depth discussion of some of the topics that we'll touch on in the presentation. The presentation mostly will address estimating reasonable royalties for patent infringement, though concepts largely carry over to reasonable royalty analyses for other types of IP as well. Uh, I, I will address some of the basic damages approaches, and uh, including the use of the Georgia-Pacific factors for estimating reasonable royalties, uh, and the hypothetical negotiation, including how experts approach bargaining, and also uh, can adapt the analysis for standard central patents. I'll also cover the use of regression analyses in estimating incremental value of a technology, uh, some issues related to apportionment and royalty-based issues. Uh, one issue that spans several topics is how to handle where a technically comparable license uses the sale of the entire product as the royalty base. So here I'm assuming that the patented technology is, is not the basis for customer demand, that is, there are multiple drivers of value, uh, say an infringing feature and other non-infringing features combined in one product. Uh, so on its face, using the sale of the entire product as a base likely would violate the entire market value rule. Uh, 
However, forcing an expert away from a technically and economically comparable license to avoid violating the entire market value rule is, is well, it's unappealing to say the least. Uh, and this is because apportionment of value may have been baked into the original license to begin with. So further apportionment might be unnecessary. Now, the Federal Circuit has addressed this issue increasingly, and in particular in the Vectura and EBIT decisions, both from late last year, which we'll discuss in more detail in the presentation. Our presentation will also provide tips on what sorts of analyses might be susceptible to challenge under Daubert. Uh, I've made it a point to read each Daubert uh, decision that's been published on IP damages over the last 10 years or so, uh, and look forward to sharing some of the patterns ob observed in those decisions. So, as you can see, we'll be covering a lot of territory in a relatively short time frame. So, we'll assume basic knowledge about IP damages and focus on practical advice for experts and counsel to consider when performing a damages analysis. So, we look forward to seeing you on April 21st, April 21st for what we anticipate will be an informative discussion about the latest in IP damages. See you then. Hello, everyone. My name is Chris Schulte. I'm a managing director in the Disputes and Economics Group of Ankara Consulting. My practice there focuses specifically on financial issues pertaining to intellectual property. And over time, this has included testifying on damages issues and also advising clients in IP licensing and sale transactions. In our webinar, we will begin with a brief recap with the law governing patent infringement damages, namely Section 284, and also the valuation approaches which typically underlie damages analyses uh, performed in those cases. Um, those approaches will, you know, those approaches include the cost approach, the market approach, and the income approach. And as we understand that most of our audience will at least be generally familiar with these, um, that will be brief. But with this foundation, we, we would like to identify several recent cases that really provide the audience with additional guidance regarding certain nuances uh, uh, and it, regarding the admissibility of damages analyses based on these approaches. Um, Cleve and I are both well familiar with the, with the Daubert orders and, uh, and arguments that have been made over time. And we're going to be digging into those. So our intent here is to ensure that our audience is aware of and able to plan for the potential impact of this guidance from the courts. So we'll look at the issues such as the comparability of license agreements, um, new limitations on the perform on the on the cost approach, and also the the old favorite of, of everyone in this space, which is apportionment issues. Um, so we'll uh, we. We look forward to, to working with our audience and, and also answering your questions um, as, we, as we go through our webinar on the 21st. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget more information about the speakers, the full agenda, and how to sign up to either listen to the event live or get a recording. It's all found in the description box down below. We look forward to seeing you April 21st from 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But regardless of whether or not you listen to this live or on demand, we look forward to seeing you at your next Knowledge Group webcast. And until next time, this has been the Knowledge Group podcast. Take care. Bye for now.